Blog Talk Radio. Everything goes so wrong. I just can't. 
And it's like, today I just think about it, you know, you can live with it or you can do something about it, but I'm not going to complain about it for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, the whole grief process has led me here to a part, I think it's like a place where the the truth had to, and the reality had to come out. And it's not that it'd be easier for me to walk, to say that walking away and, um, and just like taking medicine or something and numbing myself to the to the remembrance of her would be better, would be easier in a way. It's less scary, but there's a part of my soul that knows that things aren't okay and that something needs to, though I, I don't know, something needs to give. <laughs> Something's got to give. And um, I don't, I'm going to um, suck it up. I'm going to, call the agency, even though they intimidate me, and I'm going to ask them where, well, they already, they don't even have a counselor. They fired her or whatever, so it's just ridiculous. I'm just going to say, oh, I don't know, know, I've written so many letters, guys, everything. I just can't tell you. My daughter's, like, so close. She's, like, less than 10 miles away, and I don't even know her last name or where she, or where she is or anything. I just know that she's that close. And, and it just is something so silly that I can't love her, that I can't show her my love. Or she has in this, oh, why wouldn't you want your child to know they were loved? That makes me just totally question their motives. Anyways, this is, like, I'm not totally great about everything. Like, it's so easy to... You know, pretend to have everything. Well, it's so easy to for people to think you have it all together. How about that? I guess they think um, I don't know what it is, but um, no one has it all together. But I tell you what, when I really with myself, when I really am, you know, maybe meditate for a little bit and and think, you know, go to what's really important in my life. It goes, you know, all the daily stuff and all the things I'm doing that day and keeping myself busy with just don't compare. They don't make sense. It's like I just I sit down and I'm like, well, the first thing, the most important thing in the world to me is my daughter. And if I were going to die, you know, what's the first, what would I do right now? What would I do for my last seconds? I'd I'd buy my daughter. I'd hug her so hard. I'd love her. You know, that's what I do. And it's like, I want to live, you know, each day like I'm dying. Like they say that you should, you know. I'm tired of um, I'm tired of the way it's going. And, um, I've said this so many times before, though, big whoop. I'm just telling you how most of the Sleepless Nights go. And I said the title is Sleepless Nights because I always have a song in my head. Um, you know, there, I, wait, um, <laughs> there were sleepless nights. I prayed and paced the floor and knew the only gift. What was it? Only I find as if this child was yours. So maybe. So yeah, all the nights I paced the floor were so many, just in general. I just, I wish that there were somebody that were there with me. I wish I didn't do it alone. And it's, sometimes it's still the pain of the loneliness from back then comes to get me, even though I think I'm over it, you know? That's what I was talking about a second ago, is how, you know, until you, you, I guess you can, how do I say it? When I'm real with myself, I have to admit that 
that I'm doing things during the day that aren't a priority over the first thing, and that's her. And um, knowing she's alive, and I I want I want to know. I wanted them to not give her vaccines. I want them to let her drink raw milk. I wanted them to know what my allergies were. I want them to know, you know, all this stuff. I want to know what her favorite color is. I mean, how hard. Even people take pictures of their kids all the time, and don't they always want people to look at pictures of their kids? I know I want to, people to look at pictures of my daughter every time I can show them off. You know, why don't they want to show her off? Oh. I mean, what is going on here? How in the world did it get so messed up? And this is kind of a an episode of an episode of an episode of an episode of the past. And the kids replay. Anyways, I just wanted y'all to know that you're not the only crazy one out there. That uh, there's plenty of middle of night, like I don't know, just crime sessions, middle of night. Just where I'm grinding my teeth, like pissed off at times, you know. Um, and then there's sometimes where I fall right to sleep like a baby. There's sometimes I would watch videos of my daughter and fall asleep. I fall right asleep. Those are the best. Um, and sometimes I'll be up all riding all night or something, you know. And don't think you're weird. And don't think that just because you can't sleep because you miss your daughter that that's an awkward thing to do, especially right after you place her. I mean, come on, you're her mother. She was in you for nine months. It's normal to have an attachment and to feel their feelings. And, oh, I can't, I just, there's so much. There's so, you're so connected. We're still so connected. They can never separate this little soul. It's like a part of me is walking around somewhere. Anyways, so this maybe this will make you feel a little bit less different. Or something if you have a a family that's not very understanding. Um normal what's not normal is placing your daughter for adoption. You know, I'm not saying you know, it's good and bad adoption, whatever, my adoption sucks, but but the thing is I would still place her for adoption and possibly with that family, which is saying a lot if I had just if I had known what to ask for beforehand, I think that I could have gotten everything I want. I think I could have gotten visits. I could have gotten, um, you know, more updates. I could have gotten video updates. I could have made sure that they tell her about me and they show her the videos I made her and, the, you know, and that I can send gifts to her and that kind of stuff. This The point of the adoption was to keep her safe and everything. Like, that's still there. It's just, um, you know what I'm saying, people or girls don't know what I'm saying. I know that most other people are probably like, what in the heck is this girl talking about? Well, I don't know. And you don't know either. Because no one knows what it's like. Even we don't know each other's experience. We know they were definitely not something that other people will talk about and not something that other people want to talk about is, hey, how's your baby? Or how are you doing? You know, no one in the past two years has asked me, you know, how how my daughter's doing, you know? Um, that's normal, though, too. I'm just... <sighs> call the hotline if you need to talk. Just um, don't... Well, I just want to show the world. I want to show our our kids. I want to show my daughter in the future that being adopted is awesome and that she, sh- she should not feel weird. She should feel like um, the coolest person in the whole world. <laughs> and basically just to show them I want to change the future of adoption. 
and show that we birth moms are not like statistics and we aren't all crackhead hoes and just loose and I mean not in fact not money of not maybe one percent. I don't know. Like every birth mom I met has missed her da- her daughters and so much. It didn't really want a place and in the situation she loves them so much. I mean I've never talked to a birth mom that hasn't gotten it like I do. And um I lived with thirty five birth or pregnant women and birth mothers later and I mean, gosh, just so much. Um what was I saying? I forgot. Out. Oh, that I want us to do this for our daughter, for our, our daughters or sons, like that. Um, I want her to be proud of me. Is what I'm saying, and I don't, I don't want to fall into the statistic trap that, I mean, you know, in the past 30 years, uh, since the baby scoop era and all that good stuff, um, you know, there hasn't been a good track run of the birth bombs, and even now, the the rate, um, you know, they told us all these stats while we were at the adoption agency, but. Um, not, I'm kidding, they didn't tell us then, but um, just, you know, it's either suicide or uh, getting married, or no, never, not having kids, again, is a is a really, is something that happens a lot. I'm not going to let that get, happen to me. I'm not going to let, they say, abusive relationships or what happened. And then the other one was, uh, well, just not even relinquishing, not even um, grieving until the reunion. 18 years later, because of the disenfranchised grief. And I don't think, I it's not, I just don't want to do that. For, I mean, I just think that it's, we can do better. And we're not going to, we're not going to let it ruin us and not going to let it change our lives. And I, I want to be, I want to be who I was originally supposed to be when I meet my daughter. And I want her to be proud of me, and I want to have done something good with this. So they're, they're, I don't know how exactly to grieve this thing. I'm trying different methods. You know, I've got I got maybe halfway there, but I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together. And um, it will be different process for everyone, but there's a way. There's got to be a way to to either to help us to, uh, to become – What's the word? Just peaceful again without your daughter or with your daughter or just to know that they're okay. There's got to be a way to live in an, in an adoption that's easier for the birth mom. It's not so one-sided on this adoption triad. It's like, hey, all the pain is over on one side on the birth mom. So I feel like on mine it's over here. And then the tri- triangles lean in the other way for um, for them. So that's all. Have a good night or day or whatever. And this is like 20 years in the future. Um, I like to say, hey, I love my daughter. And um, wow, you're old now. (laughs) Almost as old as me. And um, I love you. And you are, just know you're so beautiful in every single way. And there's nothing at all that I would change about you. Ever, ever, ever. And I'm so glad that, that you're alive and I'm, I'm, I've come, you've got, oh, well, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You, thank you for, 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 how do I say it? For curing me, for, for saving me from the rape, for healing me from the rape. You're the only one that could. 
and um, I don't regret a thing. If, if, if you know, if that didn't happen, then I wouldn't be you. So, um, there's there's no reason no any adopted kid should ever feel unwanted because you are wanted more than anything. If you're if you're adopted, it's because you are wanted by other people and by your your own family. And and we just wanted what was best for you. And and I hope I did what was best for you, Anne. And I'm sorry if I didn't. And maybe I'll change. And maybe I will change. And I'll meet you before before I go. But um, if I don't ever meet you, then I just want you to know that I wanted to, and that I will always want to, and that nothing ever changed how I felt about you. And um, and I wish I could meet you, but I want you to have a good life and know that your mom loved you. All right. 